plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you are in uh, Port Marnock at any stage, pop in and say hello. Uh, the Oasis Bar in uh, the hotel is just below our studio here. And there's lots you can do around uh, this hotel. You can give your dog a wash. Outside, out the front of the hotel. I'm, I'm not joking, I'm serious. Um, you can get your car cleaned. My car is actually in being cleaned at this very moment in the car park at the back of the hotel. Um, it is a fabulous hotel, the White Sands Hotel here in Port Marnock. Pop in, say hello, and tell them that the lads from Opinions Matter uh, told you to pop in. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Um... Oh, yeah, no, no, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, 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 there, there, there we go, there we go, sorry about that now, sorry. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? 14 migrants were forced to cut a hole in a refrigerated container in order to breathe as they travelled from Zeebrugge in Belgium to Rosler Port. Um, local councillor and operations resource manager with the National Ambulance Service, Jer Carthy, said it was fortunate that the latest incident hadn't resulted in tragedy. The migrants had been forced to cut a hole in the refrigerated container they were trapped in uh, as they gasped for air which is really, really scary. Now, there were 10 Kurdish people from Iran and Iraq, two of whom are children, along with three people from Vietnam and one from Turkey. So 14 people in total. But what we want to talk about is the sort of commentary we've been reading online uh, about these migrants arriving into the country. And I got this message from a lady called uh, Caroline, and she says... Lads, can you cover this topic about those poor people who were found in the container and the hateful comments online saying, pity they survived and send them back? These are disgusting comments. How desperate must these people have been that they were prepared to hide in a container with their children? Can you ask all your racist listeners what exactly they think should be done with these poor people who almost died traveling to Ireland? Now, as we said, um, the the 14 people, uh, they are now uh, being cared for at this moment uh, for medical examinations, and they were transferred to the National Processing Centre in City West. So um, the question that we're asking you today is, well, what should be done? Because an awful lot of people have been commenting online saying, send them home, it's a pity, pity they survived. It's a pity the ship didn't sink. I mean, Jesus Christ. Now, uh, w- sources we've spoken to have told us that, that that, just listen to this for a second, everybody, that that journey that they were on, now, I've been in one of those containers before. They're horrible. I can't imagine the claustrophobia once one of those door closes and you're in one of those containers. They would have been in that container for at least... 36 hours. Well, even longer because it's believed that they were put into the container uh, in Paris 
and travelled all the way to, say, Brugge in Belgium and then onto the ship okay. and then to Ireland. So they could have been in it for... 60. 40, could, yeah. Could, could up to 60 years. So just think of that and think of... We're talking about children here as well. Forget about the... You can feel whatever way you want about, about adults, okay? But children, we all have children. I don't care. I show equal compassion for, for people regardless of their skin colour, yeah? Um, but a lot of you don't seem to. If this was Irish kids... Uh, and Irish people are in a container, you'd be all going, mad going, that's, uh, Jesus, it's, it's awful, it's awful. I mean, you all scream and cry when you see a photograph of a child, an Irish child, sleeping in a doorway of Dublin. And so you should. It's a disgusting thing to happen. So why do we, why do we change our opinion when that person has a different skin colour? To me, a child is a child. Would you agree? A child is a child, yeah. A child is a child. I don't care what colour the child is. A child is a child. And for that child to be, or for two children, to be in that container for... Days on end is just absolutely horrific, and, and it does highlight the desperation that uh, these how people. How desperate would you need to be to, ha- to 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 put your child into container and say you're going to be in this container for the next? It's 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 really really awful. I don't think they would do it by choice. It's some smart arse. By the way, if you want to see the dregs of Irish humanity, and and I say this regularly, if you want to see the lowest rung of of the ladder in, in Ireland. You go onto that website, The Liberal, and I don't mind promoting them because a lot of you probably follow them on Facebook, and you really see the dregs, don't you? The absolute scum uh, on that post and on that po- on that po- on that page, and who would put their children in a container for up to six sixty hours unless? You were really, really desperate. You were really... Now, I'm not saying we should take them in, but anyway, people on the Liberals saying, oh, they'll be given a house within a week. That's bollocks. They will not be given a house or a car or anything like that. So don't worry, your dough money is safe. That's not the way uh, it's going... That's not the way things happen. But the question is, well, it's a two-pronged question. What do you make of the people who are shown zero, zero sympathy uh, for these people, (laughs) these migrants? Um, And secondly, then I suppose the question is, what should be done? I mean, we're going to be talking to a woman in a moment saying put them on a dinghy and send them back out to sea. We're talking about children here as well. 14 people uh, from uh, Turkey, from Iraq, from Iran, from Vietnam, uh, two of whom were uh, children were found in this container. And the question that we're asking is, because a lot of people have been raising this, what should be done with these people? Because the amount of comments from people saying... Send them home. Uh, it's just unbelievable, to be quite honest. Una, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Una? Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thanks, I'm Una. Jamie. And I was going to bite the nose off me, but I didn't realise, I didn't really read into you to what you were saying about the children being in that container. I just took the, the park where they were immigrants. That's the only thing I got this. But, and my heart goes out, and yeah, definitely. But if we start doing all this over again, we're going to end up with more homeless, more people in... in, in you know, homes out in the street, house crisis, the whole lot, social welfare being handed out, babies popping out. Um, I don't want to sound too cruel, but I didn't realise about the, the container with the children in it. That kind of took me back a bit. But do you still believe that, uh, well, in fact, I just got a comment in a second ago, uh, and it says, the kids should be allowed to stay uh, and not be able to be with uh, such irresponsible parents that would put them in such danger. Send the parents home and let them try to access the country the legal way. What would you say to that? Let well, the kids I, stay. I actually, I, really, I, I agree with that. I actually agree with that. I mean, it's a children now. It's their future. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do agree with that. Okay, Any so- parent in the right mind wouldn't do what well, no, I disagree. I disagree. If you were a parent, uh, to, to say 1938, if you lived in Poland and you had two children, yeah, or 1939, and the Nazis 
were invading Poland, which they did, and you knew that their job was to exterminate every single Jew in Poland, and you had two kids, I would run through shit with my kids to make sure that they, that they were safe. So you would. You would do whatever it takes to make your children safe. And you would do the same, Una. As a parent, you will do whatever it takes. Okay, but a lot of people are saying, in effect, yeah, that we're man... Not in, we're not in 1949, whatever you're saying, Jeremy. And, we're, uh, okay, we're in the uh, 2024. You're saying you would do anything to keep your children safe. Putting them in a container... Yeah, but uh, Jeremy, putting them in a container for up to 60 hours isn't a yeah. very safe thing to do. No, it's, it's yeah. no, but you have to ask, what sort of state must have the parents been in that they had to do that that they felt that the best way to do that was to put their kids in that container no I don't agree with that Jeremy you don't put your child in a container I mean you're safety with your three children to make sure they're not putting their hands in a plug you have the gas took a well throw the special knobs and all on your, in your house yeah but we so safety, yeah but Luna, we're very lucky you're very lucky I'm very lucky every person listening to this podcast is very lucky our children have never being threatened with war. Um, we're not terrified for their safety. Uh, we live in one of the safest countries in the world. We live in one of the richest countries of the world. You've never been in a situation, but I can tell you if tomorrow, if tomorrow you know, this country was invaded by a foreign force, yeah, yeah, yeah I, whatever the, the country may say, a, a country invaded us tomorrow and they wanted to wipe out every Irish person, you would have your child out of this country straight away because that's what every parent does. You do whatever's uh, best for your child. You see, the fact of the matter is that they, uh, these people were put onto this container uh, in either Paris or in, uh, in Belgium, yeah, uh, both very safe countries and uh, they uh, tried to come to this country or maybe they thought they were going to the UK. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that uh, a lot of people believe they should be sent back to uh, to Belgium or to France. End of. Yeah, well, it all depends where they came from, what the, the situation was over in that country. What, you live in, what, what, what was the living conditions like, you know? If it was bad, I wouldn't send them back. If it was bad, the conditions, I wouldn't send them back, you know? Okay, well, do me a favour. Stay there for one second if you can, please. Our number is... Okay, come on, we let you go, we let you go. Bye, 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 bye. Let me bring in uh, this opinion from Keith. This is not about the people who came over and then focus shipping containers. Well, obviously it is, but the real culprits of that is the traffickers. So if you support these people in the fucking containers, you're obviously supporting the traffickers. So, you know, is a part of the fucking problem. These people being fucking sold over to Ireland. Mo, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, good, thank you. Now, what did you want to say on this? I mean, I think you had a lot to say, but the last caller was delusional. What parent is going to let their, in war zone, let their child go into the unknown without going with them? First of all, I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm not a parent, but I'm just guessing that if you're trying to get your child out of war zone, you want to go with them to see what's happening with them. First of all, huh? Second and, of all, it, sorry, oh, do, sorry, do, carry on. do you believe that people are too quick to judge? They should be more understanding. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. If you're going to put yourself in a container, imagine what's happening for you to do that. To put yourself in a container, going to the unknown, that is traumatic. 
Absolutely. And you just got to put yourself in those shoes. Okay, so what you're arguing is that we need to put ourselves into the... Uh, into the thoughts of, of the people who would actually go to that length to actually climb into yeah. a container in order to uh, bring their children to a better life, basically. Exactly, yeah. And if you have any questions, I think what, what's happening here is you attack the where you have power. Sort of. If we have any questions, when these people get in, the government vets them and then send them back or not. So if you have a question of why they're letting this much people in, talk to the government, not to these desperate people trying to get out in this horrific, horrific circumstances. And that's what you see them as, uh, desperate people in horrific circumstances. Yeah. And when you hear people, as uh, as many have, uh, wanting these people to be sent back, uh, not to be um, not to be even processed, but sent back to where they yeah. came from, what do you say to that? I, I don't know. Think. Put yourself in their shoes. Who would want to be in a container if they didn't have to? I don't, the rhetoric that's going around these days is ridiculous. The problem you have is the government. If they're not vetting, ask the government, are they vetting these people properly? Are they sending away the people that need to be sent back and accepting the people that need to be accepted? I think that's the problem that has to be delivered. But of course, people are going to attack the ones that they can attack and not face the government. I think that's what's happening here. So tell me your uh, situation, Mo. You were in Ireland, but you left. Why? I was in, uh, I got in a career that involved life and I just didn't feel comfortable in Ireland when I was growing up. Of course, I think that's changed now. My, I have siblings back in Ireland that are happy, right? But back in the days I left because of the sheer racism that was available and that was probably stupid as a young person. But then the racism that I thought, okay, things are getting better, but listening to your show, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. So you left Ireland because of how bad the racism was. Yeah, I just felt like growing up it was yeah, could feel racism and I just didn't feel safe being in charge of life. So because I didn't know were people gonna have my back because Accidents happened. Or people going to have my back if accidents happened and things like that. So let me ask you then, listening to this show, does it make you want to come back to this country or, or not? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I can tell you that I'm not. <laughs> You'll never come back again. Well, I'm funny enough. I'm traveling back this weekend, but I'm I'm not comfortable coming back to work. Okay, you would never come back Based to you, you, you would never come back here to live. No. Okay, but that's Based says, on the rhetoric. That says it all. Yeah. It really does. Okay, so you're asking people to uh, be much more understanding when it comes to what the um, the people involved in this uh, container, uh, what they have been through in their lives, and uh, what how desperate they must have been to climb on board uh, that container. Yeah, and if you have issues, then face the government. What are the rules? For okay, and, and don't, take, don't take your anger or your rage out on, on the people yeah. themselves. There are right. always people that are going to take chances, then it's up to the rules, the, the rules for, to eliminate those kind of people Stay and actually help the people that need it. 
Stay with me for one second if you can, please, uh, Mo. Our number is 085-825-2626. This is Trevor. What's the story, lads? Trevor here. The unfortunate thing is, I would have to agree with one or two comments. I would never wish that to anybody. Wish them to suffocate. Wish them to go down with the ship because they scum say that. But the problem is, lads, why aren't they coming here legally? Where are you hiding from? Why do you want to come in here and just disappear into the crowd? You want to come in here legally? You want to come in here with a passport? You want to come in here with a background check? Oh boy, on guard of shit, Connor. Happy days. All are welcome. Boy, you're coming in. No documentation. None. Nah, sorry. Not good enough, boys. Because then the government is shelling their fucking millions to look after them. And um, I don't mean to be negative, but my own kids can't even afford their homes here in Ireland. They have to get the house at me. Where's the fucking justice in that, you know what I mean? Well, anyway, good luck, boys. Have a good topic. Can't wait to It's hear Ireland's that. most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Jason, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jason? Good afternoon, Adrian. Well, Jason, what's your uh, attitude to uh, these people who arrived in a container, nearly suffocated in the thing on their way over to Ireland, and then people saying, send them home, wish the boat sank, uh, get rid of them? No, that's, uh, that's just horrible uh, rhetoric. They thought you were actually going to the UK in that container because uh, most, most ships from Zeebroker go straight to the UK. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that there's any... That, that's actually only in... It's not up that long, that uh, crossing. They're lucky they, they got out of that container of life. Them things are airtight. I walk with them all the time. We put food into them. Me, you know, it has to be airtight. You, you know, they're, they're blessed to get out. But this is what you're not going to like me saying. We have to send out a strong message. No, you cannot come into that country this way. We have to make a public bring them straight back to Zeebroker or France. I know it sounds cruel, but it's not. If it gets around, oh, look, we got on containers, we got off, they took us straight to Dublin and processed us and welcomed us in. You wait and see the queues out in Zeebroker now trying to get into containers. We have to send out a strong message. We are a welcome country. We take everybody in. We don't seem to turn anybody away. Come in through the airport, come in through the port, not on containers. If not, Adrian, I swear to God, you mark my words, we're going to see a hell of a lot more of this. If the word gets out, oh, lovely, we got on a container, we got on a trailer. As soon as we got to Ireland, they looked after us, they didn't send us back. The place is going to be flooded. Now, well, uh, the second point is, sorry, okay, Adrian, the on, second point on. is, there's, there's no war in Turkey that I remember. There's no war at the moment in Vietnam, and there's no war in Iran. They are kips of countries yet. They're probably horrible countries to live in. But why should that be our problem? Why should we take in the poor of the world? That's what I'm getting at. A lot of these are coming over here now because it's gone around the world that we're a welcoming country and we look after people. That's no problem. Do it the right way. Immigration is good. I keep telling you that. Migration is bad. Immigration is good. You, you know. Okay, I mean, so, so you, 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 your argument is that we need to send a strong message to the outside world that <laughs> you cannot come into this country in a uh, stowed away in a container uh, because you'll be sent straight back. It's too dangerous. Not that we're not going to let you in, but get on a boat. We're taking people from the boat. You know what I mean? We're not turning them away at the ports. We're not turning them away at the airport. This is a dangerous method. This is like the method of the dinghies crossing the English Channel, crossing the Mediterranean. It is the most dangerous method ever. Now, and that's what I put ourselves in these people. These people ain't fleeing war. The three countries, four countries you mentioned there, there's not a war in any of them. Yet they have dictatorships, yet these tyrannies, yet, they, you know, they're not probably not nice places to live, but they're not at war. So, yet they want a better life. But why should that all land on us? And why come in the illegal way? 
they're not, you know, hiding from anything. Come with your papers. Come to the border. Come on in. Okay, Mo, let me let me put that back to you. Uh, he's he's basically mm-hmm. arguing that we need to send a strong message that coming to Ireland in the in a container is not going to work for you. Uh, we need to send them back to where they came from. What do you say to that? Um, I agree with him to a degree. Like I pay taxes as well, right? And I don't want my taxes to be wasted. Well, for example, these people in the containers, they thought they were going to to the UK and they ended up in Ireland. So what do we do with them now? It's not their fault that they ended up in Ireland somehow. And we can't be callous. You have to be humane dealing with this. But yeah, I agree with sending out a strong message, like come in the right ways and we'll treat, we, we'll treat you the right way if you come, if you, um, what's the word? I forget the word. But do we not need, you, to, do, do we not need to send out a message that arriving in a container is not going to be uh, fruitful because you'll be just sent back? I'm sure that message is out there, but these people don't know it, right? If we think of the people, if you have access to internet, blah, 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 you can look up how to immigrate legally, blah, blah, blah. If you don't, if it depends on the messaging you're getting. And think of this country, not everyone possibly has access to the internet or whatever, or the money to immigrate legally. That could be an issue as well. Okay, so as far as you're concerned, um, we need to be more uh, helpful. We need to be more uh, loving and caring to these people instead of taking our um, anger out on them. We need to be helpful, but we have to have the laws as well that you come in if you end up coming in on a container. We have the right um, process in place to vet you and then see if you're, you can come into Ireland or not and then send you back. Going back to what you said, though, a while ago, Ireland isn't a country you really want to come to. <laughs> I know I don't, but that's there. <laughs> I don't know why they chose it, but that's up to them. <laughs> All right, good to talk to you, Mo. Um, what do you say to all of that, um, Jason, that we need to be more understanding and more caring? AJ, we can't be any more understanding the care than we've already been. We're bringing the data, giving them second heads, for God's sake. You know, I'm not saying we're full up, but we don't seem to have a handle on the situation, do we? I mean, every day we're talking about it. They're busting them in in the middle of the night into places, into rural outback little villages where they're doubling the population overnight. I mean, we can't be, but you can only get a pint of milk into a pint glass. You know, you can't get a litre of milk into a pint glass. There comes to a stage where it does tip over, and we're seeing it. And if we let them off these container ships, I know it sounds close, we are sending out the wrong message. Get on a container ship. Do you know the biggest fear for a truck driver is opening his back doors and four or five blokes jumped out? I mean, you must remember, we're on our own in industrial states when we open them doors. We don't open them in the park where there's loads of guards around and to check it. Like, once I pick up my trailer, yeah, I drive straight through security, yeah, not even checked, right? He rolls straight off the boat. They get left there for me. I come in in my truck. I hit you. I... I, I just do my customs clearance on the app to make sure it's clear to leave customs. I drive straight out that gate into that tunnel. I could be anywhere in the country. I might not open my back door for three or four hours until I get to where I'm going, yeah? Now, I'm in a back, I'm in an industrial estate and at six o'clock in the morning there's nobody around and I'm getting ready to offload and I open my doors and four or five blokes jumped out. What am I meant to do? There was a driver already stabbed in um, Belgium 
uh, just before the Christmas. And that is something that you regularly worry about? Adrian, every day the trailers come in. Every day. We don't know what's in the back of them. And it's not the first time blokes have jumped out with them. And there's a lot more women now driving trucks as well that are having to deal with this as well. They're open doors. They've no idea what's coming out of them containers and trailers. So I'm sorry, you send them straight back and you say, no, there's an airport and there's a boat. And that's what that woman's saying, they don't have the money. Do you know how much they're paying these smugglers to get them in? Yeah, a lot of money. They're paying them thousands. And they all have mobile phones. So it's not as if they don't have internet. And they do because they're sending the word out, get onto a container, get into Ireland, they look after you. Wrong message, I'm sorry. Okay, it's the wrong message. Stay there for one second. Thomas, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Thomas? Uh, Thomas, we need to send them back because it's giving the wrong message if we don't. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it's just waffle, really. I mean, I, I couldn't listen for too long because I was working, but um, I just wanted to ask... Uh, Jason, is it? I just want to ask Jason because I heard I heard one thing he said. Uh, he said something like, "Why should we take them in?" or um, something like that. Like, why are we taking them in? So, Jason, I just want to ask you, uh, why do you think? Why do why do you think we're taking them in? Like, person, like, why do you think the government's taking them in? What's your opinion? Just have a guess. Hello? We have to up the population of Europe. The population of Europe is falling, and the governments of Europe are afraid it's going to be no money in their big greedy pots. That's why. Right, okay. No, that's not it. It just goes okay, down. Is, you, 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 can you tell me why we're taking in every, anybody that arrives at our borders? They're not fleeing war, okay? The four countries you mentioned there, there's no wars in them. They're horrible countries to live in. But why is that our problem? We can't just all get up and, and throw our papers out and arrive at some country and say, oh, we don't like our country anymore. Take us all in here and give us a better life. The world doesn't work like that. Okay. So, yeah, you said something like, uh, if, you, if they come in, we'll just take them... It's not the case because the people that are coming in on boats, they don't get taken in to the normal way. So there's no conspiracy with the government saying everyone has to come in. Clearly, they're not letting everyone in if they're coming in on boats. But the, what but I want to say everybody, is, we don't turn anybody away. Can you tell me the numbers of how many people we've departed from this country? Remember, no, we asked there's, there's, there's a process in the same with the UK. When they when they touch the border, then they can claim asylum. Then the asylum process starts. I know how, how it works. Starts. I know how it works. I know. So what I wanted to say was, no, the reason why they take them in is because we live in a society where we live along with other countries. For example, yeah, Turkey, Turkey takes it, took in like a million, even Pakistan took in about a million Afghani refugees. Third world countries actually take in more refugees than first Most world refugees countries. go to the, most refugees end up in the country next door to them. And that's just a statistic. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm right. talking about economic migrants that are walking away to find the best country where, where and I've no problem with immigration. I've told you this. Some of our best people we have in this country are immigrants. Okay, some of our best doctors, teachers, are immigrants. I've no problem with immigration. Migration is bad because we're not getting the good people. We're getting the people that can do nothing in their own country and they're coming over here. Take a walk down to how, how do you know, how exactly. do you know that though? How, how do you know that? Hey, come here, take a look, take a look at the walk, walk through Dublin City Centre, and you'll see the ones. You'll see the ones that got in that are economic migrants have no, no, no interest in working whatsoever. Okay, you so, go into so, any hospital so, 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 and they're full of migrants so, and they're brilliant. So, they're all hard-working men. No, no, okay, sorry, we're taking sorry, in the poor. We're taking in the poor of Europe. We can't take in the poor of Europe. Okay, we're not big enough and we don't have enough that can right, hold as it is. Thomas, Thomas, let me ask you let me ask you this. One of the things that... No, uh, no, that... no, 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 because I want to reply to what Jason's saying. Okay, go on, go on. Like I never, never reply to everything at once. I get frustrated. So Jason just said the most, sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but the most stupid thing I've heard all day. Take a look in town. 
How, what do you mean take a look in town? How is that supposed to tell you who's an economic migrant and who's, a, who's working? Oh, you can tell. You can tell. My friend, you can tell. Take the blinkers off you. Walk down, walk down Talbot Street. Take a walk down Talbot Street, morning, noon and night, and you tell me, okay? Because unless Wait, you're living on, in Cuckoo land, I've, just have a look I've, at it. I have a feeling you're, you're talking about just the, um, the Roma gypsies begging. They're from Romania. Do you want to leave the EU then? Why are, why are we taking the bid here? Why are we taking the bid here to beg at our They're Romanian. Let me guess. You're, you, 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 you're all for open borders, aren't you? You're all for let people move wherever they want and nobody should stop anybody from doing anything. No, you will I, destroy I a country. I, no, well, you no, will no, destroy no, a country no, if you do that. No, you have to control who comes into your country. No, no, we're a little no, island, no, my no, friend. No, Just that's, remember, that's, that's we're a little that's island. That's we that's have that's to control who comes into our country. Okay, we're on an island. Hey, we're not on a big hey, bass. We're not in the middle of Europe. You don't ever let me see. Because well, you're talking nonsense, pal, all right? No, you're talking nonsense. You're actually talking on nonsense. Yeah, all right. Well, we are on an island. We are on, are we not on an island? Are we yeah, not on an island? island? Over se- the island which is over 70% empty grass fields. Yeah, there's plenty of room on the island. But this is our island. Go out to what do you mean it's our island without my But it is ours, we're ours, this is ours, this is where we live. All right, let's, let's, let's get down to the solution then. You want to leave the EU? You want to leave the EU, yeah? No business being near that second ticket anyway. That's just a cash cow. All right, that is just a cash cow. Right, we've no we've no vote in that that that, that committee. We've no say that we're no, too see, small. See, all right, no, see, have all a look at have a look No, listen, listen. All these all the reasons you're giving me are emotional reasons that you don't like this, you don't like that. But reality, no, you about emotional reasons. You have a clue what you're talking you, about, Paul. I'm talking right, right, about right, finances. Right, I'm talking about the state of our country. All right, let me ask you, what's the worst thing happening in this country right now? What's the biggest problem? Can you tell me? Yeah, it's housing at the moment. With 48,000 people homeless. No. Housing at the moment. With 14,000 people homeless at the moment. That are Irish citizens. People that are in this country, whether they're, whether they're non-national, whether they weren't born here, but they're Irish citizens. 14,000. Right, hold okay, on, hold on. Four or 5,000 are my children. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me reply to you. So are they homeless because there's no housing? Or are they homeless because they can't afford the housing? Answer that. Uh, I think the statistics last year it was 14,000 houses for sale in January in Ireland okay and we've 14,000 houses. houses you do the match and, and, and but hold on but that's somebody's house so, so do you want to take houses off people that own them oh, that don't God, use them do you know, so, okay so these, 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 these houses you're talking about right? okay, these houses you're talking about hang up if you want hang up if you want these houses you're talking about do you want to take them off the people who own them we're going around in circles here the fact of the matter is that Thomas you believe that we have enough room in this country to uh, take in the people that have arrived and we shouldn't send the people who arrived on that uh, trailer, we shouldn't send them back. People like Jason are actually are actually delusional. I don't like swearing, but they're fucking delusional. They haven't been outside of Dublin. They walk down Grafton Street and see there's loads of people. It's a packed street. Go to Roscommon, go to Mayo. There's houses there. There's jobs there. There's, there's factory needed needing people to work in the factories. Bet you haven't even left Dublin one, Dublin two. Probably staying in fucking North Circular Road all your life. Mate, no, I'm a truck driver. I don't live in Dublin. I'm an international yeah. truck driver. I've driven all over Europe. I've driven all over Europe. Have you seen what's going on in Sweden at the moment? Have you? Have you been outside Ireland lately? Have you been in France lately? Yeah, have I you have. been down to Italy lately? Have I, you seen have. what's going on? Have you? Fuck. 
Because what, what are these people going to do? I bet you they're just going to be like everyone else has been in, coming illegally, going the dole and sponge off even more when we're already on our knees. Like, when is it going to stop? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're still shocked with that message from uh, Jess. She basically <laughs> said, send them off on a raft. So basically, you send uh, 14 people off on a raft. Two of whom are children. Two of whom are children. Like Tom Hanks and Castaway, yeah? Yes, yeah, so just shove them out off, uh, off North Wall. Yeah, not even Wilson. No Wilson there, no ball, just on the raft there. Um, they will be all dead within a couple of hours. So, Jess, I'm speechless and flabbergasted that you would literally want to sentence other humans, who've done nothing wrong in you, by the way, they've done nothing wrong, uh, you would want to sentence people to death just because they're a different colour and from a different country. Like, it's... Do you, are you not... Are you not no, I'm sh- I am shocked, yeah. I am shocked what, what, that, what, that, that, that people will look at human beings in that way. What's happened to the world that we... Like, this happened back in the, in the 40s, when people looked at Jews that way, when the Nazis, uh, when the whole of Germany was turned against the Jews. And now we've gone full circle. We've learned absolutely nothing that we have no compassion uh, for people. And I know, um, I know that it had all those 14 people died in that container, yeah? Uh, you know, again, you just have to look on social media, the amount of laughing emojis uh, about people dying on rafts and boats. It's just... Eddie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing bad, you well. Uh, good, thanks, Eddie. What did you want to say on this? Oh, do you know what? I'm glad that Thomas is gone. He's fighting a battle of wits with no ammunition. Asking an international European truck driver, have you been outside of Ireland, lady? Absolute gobshite. Uh, it's like this, lads, right? When these immigrants come here, asylum seekers, international protection applicants, when they land at Dublin Airport, and I work in the airport, right? That plane that they got on to get here, they had to have a passport to get on that plane in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you land here, and all of a sudden you say, I don't have ID, right? This is the problem. And I keep saying that we need a referendum on immigration. We need to make our laws more stringent. Because they, those people now, once they get on that plane in their departure area and they land, as soon as they land here, they've made it. They're laughing. They're in the land of milk and honey, you know? And like Jay says there, Paris, Belgium. I've been to Courchevel. I've been to Paris. I've been to Bruges. Lovely places. Why didn't the people stay there, the 14 people, instead of risking their life to come here? Why didn't they stay in those European countries? Because they know we're such a bloody soft touch. And I've said it just before, when you get here and you apply for asylum, you get driven to a place in town and they question you for seven, eight hours a day and they ask you the same questions over and over. They give you a break and they ask them again to trip you up. When you fail, it's up to you to self-exit. It's up to you to walk out of that building and present yourself at the airport and go, I'm not supposed to be here. We're such a soft touch and everybody knows this because all they talk to their mates, they all have the latest phones, they send a message back, I got through, this is the process, blah, 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 and then it's made choice. We're such a soft touch. We need a referendum on immigration. Okay, I mean, so, so very, very, very desperate people made that journey from um, f- from mainland Europe to Ireland and nearly died in the process. Yeah, well, uh, hold on. This is what I'm saying to you. Why did they make the journey? If they're in Belgium or, or France, they're pretty much the same standard of living as us. Why didn't they stay there? They came here because they know they get a better life. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to get everything thrown at them, but once you land here, you'll get processed, you'll be given shelter, right? You'll be given a few bob, you'll be fed, best of catering, um, and then eventually you'll be processed, right? And then eventually, after a couple of years, and it won't take, it won't cut them straight away, you'll probably be put up in a lovely hotel for a couple of years, but eventually you're going to you're gonna filter down onto the housing list, 
And this is the problem. There's genuine Irish people on the housing list, 10, 15 years, and they're seeing all these people coming in and they're thinking straight away, is that pushing me forward down the list? Only two weeks ago, Leo. Hang on, Eddie, I have to stop you there. None of those people uh, who arrived in this container, whatever happens to them in the next couple of months, yeah? None of those people on that container are going to be given a free house. Now, there, there I didn't are, say no, no, free no, house. No, but, there, no, but Eddie, history. what I'm saying is there's gobshites who actually believe that because I've seen commentary online. There's gobshites that believe that those 14 people are going to get off, got off that container, got a free car, they went down to the nearest Renault uh, garage, were given a free car and now they're being given a free house and because of that, Jacinta, who's been on the housing list with her 62 kids for the last 10 years is not going to get a house uh, because of that. The, the, the amount of misinformation that's out there, no, no one that container was going to get a free I house. Have, I have where I live now. I told you it's a couple of weeks ago. Our, room, our area is room point. Right? No, you were saying we that. Over, yeah. We were over a thousand people, literally three hundred meters from my house. Right, none of them walk walk around all day. They're fucking shooting up in the bushes. There's been video sent to the local police. There's been a police van literally twenty meters away from the bushes. The people have showed them what's going on. They don't even get out of the vehicle. Right, um, these people eventually, eventually, will be moved out of these hotels. And they will be housed, right? Now, it won't happen overnight. If this is what I'm saying to you, it's going to eventually happen. And even when they get jobs, Irish people are struggling to buy properties because the price of living is so big. But these people with barely any English, they're not going to go into good-paying jobs. They're going to go into really low-paying jobs, and they're going to go onto the housing list, right? That's a fact, right? Now, Leo there two weeks ago said the country's at capacity, right? Then somebody pulled him up on it, and he says, oh, no, I never said the country's full. I said capacity. Well, I'm sorry, Leo, if we have a bucket and I put it to its capacity, is it not fucking full? You know what I mean? It's, it's just ridiculous. We, and, and, like, you see what's going on okay, in uh, Ballon Road. Let me ask you, you see what's going on in Ballon Road. Yes, right? I now did, we yeah. shifted that problem to Carlo. There was a huge protest out in Carlo last night, and they're still there now. They won't give us this referendum because they know what we'll but, vote. But what is the referendum you want? I want stricter immigration laws. If you like Australia, if you get on a plane with identification and you come to point from point A to point B, and when you get to point B and your identification has magically disappeared, you're going back to point A. Simple as that. Okay, there is one thing we we would agree on, and it is that I don't believe you and should also, be admitted into also, this state without uh, identification. And also, when you fail in your asylum process, you don't just 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 get to walk out into the street and disappear into the ether. You're brought in a police van or whatever, you're talked to the airport and you're waved cherry on, you know? Stay there, okay. So so these people who arrived um, in a container into Rosslair the other day, uh, they're currently being uh, processed in City West. You believe they should be marched back down to Rosslair and put on the ship again? Well, unfortunately, like I said to you there, and you can't answer that, why didn't they stay in France or Belgium? No, I can't answer that, no. And obviously you that's know? one of the things that they will be yeah. uh, asking while they're being processed. Stay there for a moment. Curtis, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Curtis? How's it going? Uh, Curtis, 14 people, including two children from various parts of the world, arrive in a container into uh, Rosslair the other day. What say you? Send them back. I say, think we have enough useless foreigners here in Ireland as it is, so we should send them back definitely. What is the purpose for coming here in the first place? Yeah, for a better life, I would think. What was wrong with where they were? I don't know because I don't know. I've never been to where they're from. I've never been to uh, Kurdistan or that part of Iraq and Iran. Not the most pleasant See, place, I problem. wouldn't have thought. That's the problem. Like, if I showed you a map, you probably couldn't even point out half of these countries. And we're supposed to just accept them. We don't know anything about them. We don't know how they treat us people. 
and we're going to just accept them. And we look weak. If we let 14 people in, 14,000 will come. It doesn't just stop here. Like, oh, 14 people have came in, they let it in. That sends word, like, more people will come if we're weak. And you believe Ireland as a nation is seen around the world as weak when it comes to uh, immigration? Of course it is. Like, what, how would it not be? Like, we're bending over backwards for everybody. So, pe- so, so people who are that desperate to pay a, a human smuggler to get them onto that container, to get them to, they probably thought they were going to the UK, but to get them ba- uh, to, here to Ireland, they're da- that desperate, but you would send them all back? Immediately, without a doubt. I wouldn't even think twice. I'd send them all back in a heartbeat, and then I'd put our people forward, and then I'd help. I'd pick who we want to help. We should be able to pick who we want and choose when we want to help. Not just picking up the world's problem. We're a little country. What does Kurdistan have anything got to do with Ireland? What language do they speak in Kurdistan, Jeremy? Um, I, don't, I, don't. I don't know. I don't actually know. Um, cause That's a good question, to be honest. We don't even know what languages people speak. We don't even know what problems they're facing. We don't know why they fled the country, but we'll accept them all and we'll just treat them. Well, let me, read, let me read a comment that just came in and it says, and I'll, I'll read it exactly, Curtis is a vile man. Among those 14 people were children. Iran is a dictatorship that has a secret police killing innocent people. Who wouldn't want to leave there? Well, why didn't they go to the country next to it? Why didn't they go to Afghanistan? Why didn't they go to Saudi? Why didn't actually their rich neighbours like Saudi or the UAE or Qatar, why didn't they accept the, the Muslim brothers in? Well, no, sorry, the two countries that are nearest to uh, Kurdistan are Syria and Iran. Now I'm sorry, I know I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Ross Lair, but I think I take my chances in Ross Lair before I take it in Syria. I know, but like why didn't they stay in France? What was wrong with France? What's wrong with Europe? We well, I don't know. We don't have those questions. I'm sure I don't know if anybody has those questions. You, you don't even ask them questions, so it's just well, we, don't, well, sure. well, we don't we don't have anybody from the container on the air. If I had to, if I had someone from the container on line two, the first question would be why did you why did you choose Ireland? Why does anybody choose Ireland? Why do Irish people choose Australia? Why do Irish people choose Curtis? Why do Irish people choose Australia to go to? Australia is actually the first. Because we were starving to death. And no, you know what the funniest thing is? No, when, we were, when we went to Australia, hang on a second. When we went to Australia and we went to America, used the one like we were invited with open arms. We were treated like gold. Yeah, we like were. Absolute shit. We were treated like rats. They called us the rats of Europe. So don't give me all this all oh, stone and immigration. No, well, we went. Well, we actually had gigs. Not that we actually went and provided, and we actually didn't try and change other people's cultures and other people's Well, no, actually, if you, if you knew your history, uh, and you can read many books and there's many movies about this, a lot of the Irish people uh, that went to America actually got involved in crime and set up set up their own mafia. Do you not realise the amount of... No, 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 what, what I'm saying, what no, no, but what I'm saying is you have this romantic view that every single Irish person that went to America in the last 300 years, they did great things and they did, they built loads of buildings. A lot of them did. But look at the amount of Irish mafia that, that were, and are still operating in New York and, and Boston. So, so you, you do understand that refugees cause crime and they will bring problems to the country. You understand that? Every single one. Every single Everything. Well, that's you. No. So that, that, that's you. Stop, stop doing this. Don't be fucking uh, two-stepping. Answer the question. No, no. Because I'm, you have confirmed that the Irish people went and joined gangs. Does that not give you an example that people from poor world countries, how do we expect them to come here and live like we do in Europe? Would you please answer that question? Okay, you're obviously talking about the different cultures. And yes, the co- okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, an answer. Uh, the man who cuts my hair and does a lovely job uh, of it, um, do you know where he's from? 
the man who cuts my hair uh, once a month. No, where's he from? Did he come in in a container, did he? Uh, no, he didn't, but he's from Iraq. And he, okay. he, he came here when he was five years of age. He's told me the story many times. He came here when he was five years of age uh, under the... So he, uh, so he, 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 never, he came here under... Not, he didn't spend most of the days on a different he came, he came here with his family and his older brothers and so sisters. He didn't spend the majority of under, the days on a different And I asked him, why did he come here? And he well, he's never given me a straight answer to that, but he came here under the Saddam Hussein, <laughs> Hussein regime. They, his family wanted to get out of uh, Iraq uh, because Saddam Hussein was uh, a lunatic. And he came to Ireland. Now, I, I can't vouch for this man who cuts my hair, but I can, I'm pretty sure that he's accepted uh, Western values and, you know... Okay, I, but I, I, now, can you please explain how uh, adults that spend the majority of his life across this in a different country is going to come here and as soon as he crosses the border, he's just going to be Westernised and he's going to respect okay, but, but, that value. But then look, at, look at the amount of barber shops in Ireland that are... Man, no, no, answer, no, question, I am answering, man, I'm answering the fucking question, would you stop? Look at, look at, so look at the amount Look at the amount of look at the amount of barber shops in Ireland that are Turkish barbers. Yeah, run, run, by, run, run, run by Turkish. Okay, you don't want to listen. Okay, no, I'm I'm not to answer to you. No, you know it's this it's this it's this assumption you. No, Curtis, why don't you be honest with you? Why don't you? Why don't you be? Why it's very backward. Well, it is compared to Ireland. It is very backward. That's why they won't let them join the EU. This is your. This is your. Your assumption, if, you, if you're going to be straight, why don't you just be straight with everybody and straight with yourself and say that you believe that anybody that comes from one of those countries is a savage and doesn't understand their values? Why don't you just say that and be honest with what you, you want to say? Say that, go on. Yeah, people from third world countries, they can't come to Europe and majority of them can't just settle in. And majority of them don't have Western... Jesus, well, 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 I tell you, my, bar, my barber from Iraq, which is the furthest place from Ireland you could get, Jesus, he's settled. Well, he, 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 he has a Dublin accent. He has a Dublin accent. He has a Dublin accent. He's running a business. He's running a business. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question for the fifth time, right? Yeah, go on. How can a person from a third world country that's been majority of their lives didn't come here at four years of age majority you understand what that means yep they spent majority of their lives in a cold world country across this how do you expect these people to come to Ireland and have our level of standards and our society like how do you expect uh, okay. them to integrate oh sorry you're talking about our level of style okay so you, you know the Irish people okay, that so, so, okay, so, you're not listening forget it, forget it. Okay. no you're just avoiding the question I'm not, I'm trying to answer the question the Irish well, okay, well, okay the, the, I said this the other day as well the, the, the people involved in the horror shooting on Christmas Eve yeah in the restaurant yeah, yeah. we're, we're all Irish so, so what's what's their yeah, uh, how, how civilised are they how civilised are they Organized crime. How civilized are they? How civilized do you have to be to shoot up a restaurant uh, on Christmas Eve? No, no, no. Is, is no, that is no, You are answering my question with a question. It shows how stupid you are. No, Just you answer the question. Uh, whatever. Whatever. His question was. His question was. No, he's asking. He doesn't want to hear the answer. How can you expect somebody who has lived all their life in another country uh, to come to this country and integrate, basically? And integrate. Not just another country, a third world country. So there's lot. Now I'm gonna listen. There's lots of people who've made a good life for themselves and never got involved in in crime who've come from the poorest countries in the world. Are you trying to actually claim that every single person who came from the African continent to Ireland is involved in crime and is living uh, a completely different yeah. life and doesn't live by our values? That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. All right, Curtis. We're going round in circles here. 
Um, sorry, the most pe- the most the thing that people are most shocked about that conversation is that I go and get my hair cut every month. Yeah, well, I'm shocked yes, by I, that. I actually do. And what happens when you go in? Like you, you go in, say hello, Mister Rackman, and off you go. Well, that's why I haven't been able to find out why you came to Ireland because every time I go to ask him the question, he's like, "You're done. <laughs> get, get out of the chair. Next, please. Next." All right, there you go. That has been the latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed this podcast, this episode, there are over 600 others for you to listen to if you've just found us. Uh, Please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll be notified each and every time we upload a new episode. Thank you very much indeed for listening. As I said, I'm Adrian, he's Jeremy. That has been Opinions Matter. We'll catch you on the next one.